Hey, it's Tori. I'm already laughing so much. Shit. Welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Weird. You're single. Yeah. Why is that? You're adorable. <laughs> You're entertaining for sure. You can also be a bitch. <laughs> I was actually really hoping to make Jake cry. Tell me about your dead father. <laughs> oh, this is all I could have ever dreamed of. And yeah, I'm not judging. It's I'm gross. Just saying. It's weird. They didn't traumatize you? You don't talk about they that? They definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask me that. <laughs> it's not that weird. All right. So this uh, intro is going to be just a little weird. I have a, a life update. And the only reason I even want to mention it here is uh, because I mention it in the interview that you're about to hear. And I say it kind of passively and I don't want it to seem like it's a passive thing or like I don't care or anything like that. I haven't even necessarily had the chance to tell some people close to me. So maybe this will be like two birds, one stone. But about a month ago, Austin and I did break up. A little bit awkward because, yes, it, it was just a few weeks after we recorded and released that podcast episode that uh, he was in. Weirdly enough, one of the first things that people asked me was, are you going to keep that episode? And the answer is absolutely yes. We're on good terms. It's been about a month now. But yeah, I actually look forward to uh, one day having him back and uh, we'll talk about it all over again. But yeah, no, I'm good. Life's good. Let's move on to this week's guest because, oh my God. I was honestly laughing the entire time I was editing this interview, so I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. It's a great list and very easy, lots of laughs, and he's also just sweet. He's a cool guy, and uh, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this. So please help me welcome Amari Jones. I don't want to wait. It's been so long since I looked upon your face. Hey, girl, I won't ever let go. Another blunt to the face just so I can stay afloat. Slim. Amari. Amari. Okay. Amari that's Jones. Good. Amari Oh, cool. So I was introduced to you. I saw you perform at an amateur comedy night. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, I mean, you didn't just perform. You won this this amateur comedy contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It was so yeah. good. Obviously, you were incredibly funny. I was telling my friends that I was going to interview you. And I was like, do you guys remember when we went to that comedy show, the guy who talked about eating pussy the whole time? <laughs> and they were oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah. It was so good. It was such a good night. And uh, yeah, you, I mean, won, but like by a landslide. There was no, nobody was even nearly as good <laughs> as you were. I was nervous. Oh my God. Yeah? I was so nervous. Really? Right before I went up, like, I didn't know what I was going to say. I was staring at my phone <laughs> trying to remember what I was going to say. And then I was just like, dude, I just need to like calm my nerves. So yeah. I took a shot mm -hmm. and then I was still kind of nervous. <laughs> so I went back to reading my phone. And then, you know, as soon as my name got called, like, all the butterflies went away and right. as soon as I got up it kind of just like all came out yeah and I was just ah, 
It was, it, was it, it seemed feeling. so natural too. You would have no idea that you were nervous at all. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about that because I've got an issue with stage fright lately. So we're, we're going to get <laughs> into this. But first, I guess we'll start there. So yeah, you won this amateur comedy contest. That's how I came to know who you are. Right. So have you always wanted to do comedy? I mean, I, I'm guessing you're just a naturally funny person, but yeah. but has well, it always been a thing? I don't know. Like, there's been like so many things that I kind of like wanted to do growing up yeah. and being like a like a funny person and like kind of always wanting to entertain. Mm-hmm. There was kind of like a lot of things, you know, that I wanted to do, make music, you know. Uh, I've been writing a comic book for like, I don't know, maybe like a year and a half, maybe. So yeah. I don't know, it kind of just like takes time. But yeah. during COVID, I was just bored <laughs> with everything. I was just like, man, I want to do something new. What should I do? Mm-hmm. And it's actually super crazy because... I just started like writing down like a bunch of like content because like I talk to myself. So I'm kind of I'm kind of loco a little bit in that (laughs) sense. But I was kind of just like I always have like a bunch of funny stories. And like I go through everything on a daily basis where everything just makes me laugh. Like I'm just super goofy. So I was just like start somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. Get like a little bit of content down. A couple months later, I had just like pages, pages of stuff. So I was just like, man, like if only I had like the opportunity to do something. Yeah. And I was on Instagram and it's crazy because I don't follow Bull and Barrel at all. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's where this was. Yeah. And I saw their post come up on my feed. Right. And uh-huh. it was a Marvel trivia night. And I was just like, I'm kind of down. So I sent it to my Marvel friends. <laughs> I was like, guys, we're going to win this. We'll go there yeah. and we'll win and we'll go home. That's easy. <laughs> So they were like, we're down, let's do it. So we went, we had a good time. And at the end, I met Curtis and he was hosting. Yeah. So Curtis, at the end, he had the announcements and he said, there's a Taylor Swift trivia next week. And then right after that, we have a stand up comedy for like amateurs, like an amateur night. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what are the odds? Yeah. I don't follow Bull and Barrel. I decide to come out to one of their events. Mm -hmm. And then the host said, hey, come do stand up comedy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, that's a fucking sign. So I'm going to fucking go and do it. (laughs) So I went out and did it. And I was fucking nervous. I was so scared. And then. You killed it. You know? Yeah. I mean. Things happen for a reason. Obviously, Curtis is is so funny, too. He's actually he's been on the podcast and uh, yeah, he's awesome. I went to the same format. I think it was like months ago, months before this one had happened. And um, yeah, again, everybody was good. Like we liked it and stuff. But we remembered you like it was so funny. It was so good. It was so like natural. You spent the whole time talking to this table of like middle aged women who were just trying to. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. was you had really good stage presence. And I honestly couldn't wouldn't believe that it was ever your first time. And I honestly thought that you and Curtis knew each other because like you had also been doing comedy for a long time. But this is just a pandemic thing. Just why not? Pandemic thing, man. I met Curtis and he was just like, hey, dude, just fucking come out and do it. Yeah. You know, and after the first performance, he was just like, dude, come and perform with me at the WFCU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, I'm down. Yeah. (laughs) I'm down. Yeah, so you did that. You did the WFCU thing. It was for the Express, right? Yep. Yeah. Damn. It was good. And then right after that, or right before that, there was another... Uh, amateur night and I went to I went to the uh, to that event and I really thought I was just gonna practice mm-hmm. what I was doing for WFCU yeah and then they kind of threw me into a competition <laughs> and I won it again oh my god <laughs> so I was just like all right man, I, I gotta yeah this is know, something yeah something. good so, for you good for you so is there like a like a comedian who you want to like emulate or just like like any kind of comedy that's been like important to you or, or do you follow comedians or is it just kind of like I follow comedians and I've loved stand-up comedy my whole life. Yeah. My whole life I've loved watching, you know, any stand-up comedian that I could try to see. Mm-hmm. I would 
I would watch it like 100%. Yeah. Uh, I really do love Kevin Hart. I really do mm-hmm. love uh, Eddie Murphy. Me I really too. do love all of these guys, the kings of comedy, yeah. all of these guys. Ricky Smiley. I really do love uh, Ricky Smiley. All Ricky right. Smiley actually has a, uh, a radio show too. Hey. It's hilarious. But <laughs> I don't really try to kind of be like a certain comedian. Mm-hmm. Really and truly, I just try to go up and just be me like that's the biggest thing i kind of try to be me and if there's a time where i could just go up there and freestyle and just like talk Mm -hmm. about absolutely nothing i feel like that's probably where i could thrive like the most you know just being free being loose saying what comes to my head on the spot that is such a talent do you know how hard that is to do to like properly formulate thoughts in a moment into a joke it's it's impossible. It's tough. It's tough. Oh, yeah. Good it, for you. it takes a while to adjust and learn how. I'm still learning, yeah. you know, how to like interact and think really quick, think mm-hmm. on the spot and all that stuff. But, you know, hopefully yeah. one day when I have a Netflix special, you know, <laughs> I could look back at these moments and yeah. say, hey, man, it will happen for a reason. <laughs> I could so see that happening, though. I, honestly, we were so surprised that it was your first time. And the fact that, yeah, this this group of women, like you incorporated them into the show and like like they were like a staple of the show too, even though they right. were just like these drunk women. Right. <laughs> exactly, like, that was the best. The interaction is just insane. It's that amazing that you can do that. And so of your friends, are you just like the entertaining one? Are you just like the, yeah, the comedian? It, it seems to be, yeah. <laughs> everyone, like my whole life, like even teachers, yeah. like growing up, they're always just like, Class clown, oh my god, Amari's always joking, distracting others, <laughs> trying to entertain all the time. Yeah. And the teachers never really had a problem with it yeah. because they were just like, oh my god. Yeah. He's kind of funny and he's like a good kid. He's not doing anything bad, sure. but it's just the distracting <laughs> of everybody, including other teachers. Yeah. So they were kind of just like, yeah, listen, brother, <laughs> we're going to have to cut this out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sit your, your desk outside the classroom or something. Yeah? That happened a lot. Yes. A lot? A lot. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a nice, like... Uh, title to have though like being like the class clown being the fun one like it's, I guess it's until nice. it buries you bad <laughs> oh my goodness every time I leave the house and someone introduces me to someone else as the comedian mm-hmm. they're just like tell me a joke yeah and I'm just yeah. like Mm-hmm. Don't put me in that box. Yeah, like, yeah. What am I? What am I supposed to do now? Yeah. I can't just tell you a joke. I know. Because if I tell you a joke and it's not funny, then, then that's how they're gonna see you forever. Yeah. Gonna... This not funny ass comedian. <laughs> yeah. No, it's hard to present yourself as like anything. Honestly, anything, anything. If you lead with that, yeah, it, it takes away from people's experience of you. So, um, do you have siblings? I have two siblings. Yes. Two, two older siblings. Right. Two sisters. Are they funny too? Or no, not <laughs> at all. Honestly, they're funny because they're not funny. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, yeah. Yeah, they're not trying to be funny at all. And it's just like the funniest thing ever. I think everything is funny, which is kind of like weird. I'm with you. I think everything's a joke. I don't personally think I'm that funny, but I think (laughs) everything I see and everything going on just it just makes me laugh. Like I don't know what it is. Yeah. And then when I explain it to other people, they're just like Right? What are you laughing at? Why is that funny? <laughs> and I'm just like, you don't see it? They're like, no. And I'm just like, all right, well, all right, well, the conversation's over, I guess. Well, some people, yeah, some people get it and some people don't. I always feel like uh, 
my problem with in my head is that when I see strangers or I see like a couple or anything, I make up a whole intricate, crazy backstory to their <laughs> life. And it's got to be like, oh my God, it's got to be something like there's layers to it. It's there's like layers to it. I'll see somebody in traffic who's like frustrated. I'm like, that guy hates his wife. Like he's got Everything. two kids who like fucking, you know, it's stuff like he that. It's always negative angry stuff. music right now. Yeah, Bon Jovi, he, Bon Jovi. I bet he doesn't even have matching socks on right <laughs> That's now. That's what I mean. Yeah. One of those days. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It. His wife's going to make some bullshit meal and he hates it. And, and he's he thinking about an it. affair. Like, like that he kind of stuff. He has to act like he likes the meal. And he's going to wash it down with his favorite beer yeah. and watch a game and just be angry for the rest of the night. For the rest of his sleep. life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. For the rest of his life. But that's the kind of stuff that I do. Where I'll, I'll sleep like an old woman and I'll be like, oh, she's a freak. Like, you know she's a freak. She's a freak. Yeah. Oh, look at the dump truck on oh, her. She's oh, she's done some yeah. shit. When I worked at the mall, that was my favorite thing to do. I, I tried to explain it to my people. coworkers and they were like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I just want it I love seeing old people. That's exactly what I think, too. You like I mean, old people? <laughs> not like that. I meant like I love seeing old people. Like I see old people and I'm just like, oh, man, I wonder what kind of shit they, they got up to. Yeah. In their lifetime. <laughs> if they're really old, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. They are they prob- racist? Do you they, think are they're they racist? racist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I want to interact <laughs> right? with this older white man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think they stand on the, today's issues? What do you think about the trans community? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I think old people are funny because when they speak their mind, it's just like, wow, holy yeah. shit. You yeah. guys are rude. And they have like the, I don't want to say the credibility, but like they have the experience, quote unquote. So yeah. it's like they say what they want and they're yeah. like, this is how I'm going to think forever. Or Who's going to say something to an old person? I, exactly. What are you going to say? You're wrong. Oh, <laughs> There's some old people though that like they'll, they'll surprise you and be like super liberal and cool and you're like right. oh and you're like holy shit we knew we know what you thought of Vietnam like we know <laughs> we know where you were but <laughs> okay so you have siblings um, are you close with your parents or are you close with your siblings in general just like your family you guys are close I'm super close with my family super good close with my family yeah uh, just me my mom and my sister mm-hmm. me and my sisters are four years apart so me and the sister that I that I've lived with like my whole life yeah four years apart and then my oldest sister is four years from my sister so four four eight eight, <laughs> eight years yeah. older than you yeah so yeah um, yeah we're all tight we're all super 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 close good um, me and my mom super 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 close i'm a mama's boy yeah 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 i don't know why more guys don't admit that yeah. i don't know why that's such a thing to you know shy away from I agree. be a so mama's boy what what was it like i guess growing up with all this like all these females and females stuff? Yeah. oh man it was it was different yeah i learned how to handle a lot of situations very differently yeah which is a good thing mm-hmm. like i'm not an angry person i'm not a violent yeah. person yeah you know I really kind of like talk situations out rather than kind of like lashing out sure, and being yeah. angry. I don't know. It's It was really not really like different in a sort, yeah. but like you kind of learn a lot of things differently yeah. just being surrounded by females. I agree. I I mean, I am a female, but I have all sisters too. I'm the youngest as well of uh, four. So my oldest is 10 years older than me. So like, wow. yeah. So you, we weren't like all in a house all together all the time, but like, it's obviously you can't compare it to anything. Actually, you know what? I can. I have step siblings too, and they're I have step brothers. So right. like being in all female houses versus like mixed houses, it's for me. I just felt like so me, and like same thing. Like you can say things without like you know feeling like judged in, exactly. in a way or something like yeah, that, or feeling like somebody. Yeah. yeah, women are so understanding, right? And when they're, they're your family, they love you, so they're gonna they're gonna go out of their way to understand you. But no, that's that's good to have. Especially like, being like the only boy surrounded by all these females. Yeah. Oh my God, they love me. Yeah, that's the greatest thing. It's good. just like look at all this love I'm getting from good. all these females. Yeah, oh, it's and the that morphs thing. like put together men. You know what I mean? Like people who are like emotionally capable, I guess, and not just like I don't know. Like you said, lashing out. 
I couldn't see you hitting anybody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, my first response to anything is never like, I should get angry or anything like that. It's just always like, let's let's think about it. Yeah, yeah. think about it. Good see it from this angle. See yeah. it from this angle. Yeah. So How would this person think about it? Yeah. yeah. Or what would a reaction? That's the thing is you think about like people's feelings way more, I guess. That's exactly when what men, it is. Men don't care. Exactly. Men don't give a shit. Men, don't give a shit. <laughs> men are trash. Uh, Let me say that. You know what? My, I've been saying this now that I'm newly single. My favorite kind of men is the men who say men are trash. Men are trash. The <laughs> best kind of men. Men <laughs> are the only sickos. Kind of men we hey, like. I'll be the first one to say men are sickos. Men yeah. are garbage. But like, yeah. fuck it, right? Everybody's got their thing, but I just feel like you know, there's a reason why there's so many male serial killers That's and exactly. why war is caused by men. Exactly. <laughs> like That's that. exactly what I feel. Yeah, I mean, like we didn't put ourselves in the, these situations. Women didn't. <laughs> no, men dragged us Women into it. Women have just been fucking just chilling. Yeah. Honestly, they're not doing nothing. They're Women just, fixing you know, things. Honestly, putting out just, fires. You know. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, so <laughs> you're close with your family. I'm glad. Are you single? I am. You're single? I am. Why is that? Females are trouble. Okay. Yeah. Men are trash. Oh females God. are trouble. All females right. are trouble. Women no, play chess, and I'm a checkers <laughs> player, so I... <laughs> I get confused. I move the wrong pieces, and I'm just, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm toxic. That's why you're toxic. <laughs> I swear. I feel like you're not toxic, but I, I get what you're saying. So, like, are you dating right now? Are you interested in dating? Are you just kind of just moving? I'm just doing me right now. I yeah. feel like there's so many things that I want to do mm -hmm. right now before I get into a relationship. Because mm -hmm. if I get into a relationship, yo, I'm, like, all in. Yeah. I'm, yeah. like, all in. And sure. I feel like I won't have time to do anything because of how, like, focused mm -hmm. on my relationship that I am. Does that make any sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, you, so there's, like, there's like an element of, uh, I mean, yeah, I just got out of a three-year-long relationship. So like there are, there's just somebody whose schedule, feelings, you know, um, diet, like everything that you have to take everything. into consideration. So yeah. it's it's a change for sure. Exactly. And uh, no, I understand. How old are you? I'm 24. 24. I can think about it. I'm 24. Are you 97? 97. Me too. Wow. Oh, December nineteenth. Yeah, December nineteenth. I'm, I'm a late baby. A, that, that is, yeah, that's a late December, birthday. December, yeah. Close to Christmas too. Think Do you about hate that. it? Or? Always, no, I don't. I don't hate it, but it's just <laughs> so close to Christmas. Yeah. So like, my birthday comes and everyone's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Christmas is next week. We're focused on something yeah, else. Yeah. We have. We're on the focus on the bigger picture here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But something. Do you ever get to like celebrate your birthday with Christmas together? Sometimes. No, I always celebrate it like separately because yeah. I feel like that. When I was younger, that was a big problem. I was like, man, like, am I going to just get all these gifts for, like, one event? Like, yeah. look at all these gifts under the Christmas tree. You got to think logically. Yeah. yeah. But, like, half of them are for my birthday. So, yeah. like, should I wait <laughs> or what? Yeah. Usually I opened one. Yeah. I would open, like, one or two. And I'd be like, Fuck, which, which one's the best one? Which one am I going to use right now? Yeah. And then Christmas, I'd just wait, open all of them. Yeah. I was never really like a gift kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I'm the opposite. When my parents got divorced, one of the first things that they said is you're getting two Christmases. And I said, hell yeah. <laughs> that's all I care about. I was like four, but no, that's that's a that's an interesting time to have a birthday. I feel like everybody's born in December. Is it because um, oh Valentine's goodness. Day? No way. No, I think so. Yeah, because isn't that nine months after Valentine's Day? December? Roughly? Well, I roughly, don't know. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe March. Yeah. Post Valentine's Day. Post Valentine's I don't know. Day. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. really think a lot of people are born in December, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there's way too many people born in April. 
April? Are you born really? In April? Say you're born in April. I feel like uh, I know a lot of people. I'm September, and I know a lot of people in September. Really? A lot. A lot of famous people, too. A lot of people are born in September. Yeah, and I think that that's a... Well, I know I was a New Year's baby. My, my mom told me outright that I was conceived on my grandma's couch on New Year's. Slash a after story. a bare naked ladies concert. Actually. Oh, oh no! Oh, yeah, I yeah. know the specific details of a lot of things I shouldn't know, but <laughs> that's my mom. That's my mom. She, uh, yeah, no, she told me that, and yeah, I think it's the holidays. September is yeah nine months after the holidays, and everybody's mm-hmm. in the mood. Everyone's feeling it around your birthday. We have this like cycle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, you're not looking to date. I feel like, you know what, I've been wanting to talk to somebody about this because this is probably the first time I've actually talked about like being single since um, since it happened, which is so weird because I had him on the podcast and then a few weeks later we broke up and I was like, oh, that was such a good, like everybody, that got so many downloads. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm not going to delete it. Like, <laughs> fuck, we're, we're on good terms. Like, right. but, but anyway, yeah, I've been wanting to talk about just like being single and dating right, right. now. Like, I'm not dating, but just, like, the idea of dating and the way people are dating and, like, post-pandemic dating and being 24 and dating and stuff like that. It just feels weird. Like, it's just a like weird time. I feel like a lot time. of us got to just, like, take a take time to ourselves yeah. and really just chill. The past couple years have been stressful on, like, everybody. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. like, going through all of that, it's just a lot on your body, a lot on your mind, mm. everything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people just need to take the time out figure out themselves yeah you know have some fun man you know the summer is coming up you know get some get some sun uh, (laughs) against your skin you know drink a margarita get a little turn that's what i'm saying go to all these events that are coming back i went to a tigers game yesterday and i was like wow there's like so much fresh meat out here and then i was like (laughs) i don't even know how to socialize with people right now like do you know what i mean like and i'm a very social person but i was like i don't know how to how I would even like approach somebody, right. you know? So that's just an indication that, yeah, I got some stuff to work on. <laughs> and I don't really want to be like out here, to be honest. I'm I'm not really telling people that I'm single to other than right now, um, <laughs> at this exact moment broadcasting it, um, because like I don't want to be approached either. Right. I'm not good at telling people no either. I did have somebody not harass me by any means, but like really adamantly say like, we should get together, we should get together, like over and over and over again, realizing that I was single. And I was like, yeah, no, like, it, I don't know how to, how do you say no to somebody who's like, like, you gotta make up excuses. <laughs> but I, that's the thing is I'm trying not to lie anymore. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta do what you gotta, it's a sick world. Okay? I know. You gotta do what you gotta, You're you right. gotta tell a little bit of a tall tale. Yeah. A little bit of a tall tale yeah. sometimes. It's well, okay. I didn't lie. I said like, listen, I'm really not in the position to like, you know, go out with you. And, and that, that's, that's honest. That's not a lie. It's that's not a lie. Honesty. No, but then when he was like, well. Um, okay, like it doesn't have to be that way. We could just, he pitched us going to do something and I, the old me, see, this is the thing is maybe this is toxic too, because like the old me would be like, you know what? I'm busy that day. Or like, maybe we could do whatever. But I was just like, no, I'm good. I don't want to do that. I'm good. I was hanging out with somebody and he was just like, we should go see a movie. And I was like, no. And people like the brutal honesty really throws people off too. Yeah, so. It cuts people deep. Um, okay. So you... What would your like ideal person look like though if you were to date them? I know you have a an obsession with, with Zendaya. Zendaya. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the song Zendaya by uh by uh J. Cole and, and that Pop- guy. Yeah. yeah. I wrote this down. I wrote down Zendaya obsession and I was like, I wonder if he knows that song. I do know that song. Yeah. Was, like, you know what's really for you? crazy? J. Cole <laughs> made Zendaya and Amari in the same year. Hey. Yeah. Meant to be. That's meant to be, dude. Meant to be. So that why why crazy. Zendaya? Why is she like the the poster child for what I you want. I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Because like, 
I don't really specifically have a type, mm -hmm. which is kind of awkward because like everyone really kind of like has a type. <laughs> Some people, it's like if you date or are interested in two people who look alike, people are like, that's your type. And that's it's like, type. for me, I no type. Like I could not tell you the things I'm attracted to are so random and that's they exact, change That's all the exactly time. what I tell people and I'm yeah. just like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, like, like this I, week it's this porn stash thing. Next week it's gonna be like short dudes. I don't know, <laughs> like do you know what I mean? That's and, what I'm saying, it's really it is weird. What it is. So for it to be Zendaya, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's because so many of these female celebrities that you're seeing mm -hmm. are just so like enhanced. They're doing all this stuff to their bodies and their faces and Zendaya's just like, yeah. hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's me. Yeah. You know no, she's saying? very honest about who she is. And no, she's she's just gorgeous as she yeah. is. So it's like, why change that? Why do anything to it? Exactly. She's got just like this perfect little face, you know? And I feel like if I were to hang out with her in a room, yeah. she's just like super goofy. Yeah. And just, You're goofy. It, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You'd hit it off. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Because yeah. when I was younger, I'd see videos of her like goofing off, mm -hmm. you know, like that one video of her singing Beyonce oh, in my her car. Gosh. The way I can like do the movements that she does <laughs> to that, what is it? Dude. Not partition. It's um, Beyonce. Yeah, it's Beyonce. Beyonce. She's got personality. And that's, that's I guess maybe that's what a lot of, I feel like these celebrities are lacking too, is like their own individual personality. It's right. just what these brands want them to be in shit right. so no you're right zendaya is uh she's pretty authentic it seems to be like um okay so where are we right now wow have you been on a podcast before um yes yeah i have yeah i used to do a podcast with my friends they okay. all got super busy one of them got a girlfriend oh Another no one. yeah you oh. lost one yeah we lost, <laughs> we lost a trooper dude that was tough <laughs> So, you know, the episodes slowed down a lot by a lot. I yeah. mean, like completely. So yeah. I'm like a free agent with the whole podcast. Let's talk about the stage fright thing, because, yeah, obviously you're very natural on stage and, and right. I'm sure, yeah, you're practicing and stuff and it gets easier with time. But I, for some reason, so I've been on air for two years. I'm starting to work events and stuff now. So I'm starting to do like public speaking. I'm right. like emceeing stuff. And I don't know why I am getting like terrible fucking stage fright. What? It's terrible. It's like to the point, like I just did an event a couple of days ago and I was like having a full blown identity crisis. I was just like, I'm a phony. I started this job like a few oh. days before the pandemic oh. started. So like I haven't had to do anything face to face in so long right. on top of like just like general social anxiety that comes with the, the right. pandemic and shit. Right. So. I don't know what the fuck is happening to me, I but feel you. no, I feel you. I don't like. How do you handle it? Well, I smoke weed, so <laughs> like that, that, that kind of not well, not really like it helps because it kind of like maybe makes you like a little bit more nervous. Yeah, it can like tune you into what you're really thinking about exactly, it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So honestly. I go up and I try to focus on one person. Mm. I'll try to see like who the friendliest looking person is. Yeah. And I won't stare at them, but like I'll scan the room, stop, kind of talk to them, keep going. Yeah. And find that one person because if they're staring at you, just smiling. You feel like you're being listened to. Yeah. yeah. It just takes a whole a lot like off your shoulders. Yeah. Right. Like, and if you're like, trying to like focus on people and heads are turned or you see them talking, yeah. right? That's one big thing. Like if I'm up on stage and I see people talking, I kind of just want to just like start pointing them out. Yeah, hey you. Like, yeah, you got you your side conversations yeah. over? You guys done? You want to share with the rest of the crew? <laughs> I, I could give you the mic, you know? Yeah. They're not paying me to be up here, I could go, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But um, 
that would annoy me too yeah exactly but like <laughs> no i think the biggest thing is kind of like i hated speeches yeah in like grade school and See, stuff so good at them <laughs> i used to go like all the way Whoa. and so this in front is of why the whole school in front of the whole oh school man goodness. and they were funny too and that was the thing is i made them like good and funny my mom would help me write them and we would make them like ridiculous and then i would go up against the fucking person who did it on smoking or cancer or something like that right, so i always lose. lost that yeah, they can't lose yeah, yeah but i would go so far and i would do so good i was like the rep for my oh so this is why i, I was like having this panic attack the other day I, well not panic attack but i was like all stressed out about this situation and i'm like man i don't know what this is i used to be so good at it and I, I, there were like those tactics that like yeah look at one person or the like picture everybody naked or whatever like I that. I can't do that. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I'd <laughs> stand up there like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, the jokes sweat. would get real messed up. <laughs> jokes would get terrible. They'd have to <laughs> drag me off stage. The things that I'd be saying. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna figure out my, my stage right <laughs> thing. It's it's a recent thing. It's like within the past couple of weeks. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, you'll figure it out. I Don't know worry I will. About it. Okay. So. When you performed, I don't know if you did, this is like you've done this bit or these jokes like multiple times. You were very flirty with those women. So you live in this house with all these women and stuff. Did you guys ever talk about sex? Was it ever like a no, no conversation? Not at all. No. Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. Like mm -hmm. none of that's being said. And my mom came to see me perform one time. Okay, yeah. So I had a joke about um because I'm, I'm like a scrunchy thief like I'm a scrunchy bandit yeah. like yeah it's not like ponytails but scrunchies you like scrunchies the, the specifically silk, oh my god where's my scrunchie I don't have it I think it's in my car <laughs> yo it's in my hair oh hey you see this scrunchie yeah this is a lululemon scrunchie those are not cheap that's what I'm saying did you buy it or did you steal it I had to you know <laughs> I had an opportunity where <laughs> Uh, I could have, you know, I was a the scrunchy bandit. Yeah, I was. I had this joke <laughs> about being a scrunchy bandit, mm -hmm. and my mom called me out for mm. it. She's like, "Is that not a female scrunchy?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it is, and it's expensive too. Yeah. Like, you don't just get these at like the dollar store, no, they're or like Walmart, twenty or to thirty bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was just like, I had to do nasty shit for this, <laughs> like really and truly. And she, and she was just like, "Yo, what?" You're, was, but you're having this conversation with, with your mom or you're telling this joke on stage? I'm having this conversation <laughs> with my mother. And I told it as a joke, too. But I'm oh having this God. conversation with my mother. She was just like, what? And I'm so honest with my mom. Like, yeah. we have the craziest relationship. Yeah, okay. And I was just like, okay, well, like, let me not bullshit. I was like, I did eat ass for this, you know, something of this stature. And she was just like, okay, yeah, we're not having this conversation. <laughs> like, it's done here. And I'm like, hey, you asked. You're traumatizing your mom. Yeah, Jeez. I was like, hey, dude, you asked. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's on you. didn't you. want to have a conversation about sex when I was a kid, I'm gonna tell you what's going on now. That's what I'm saying. And how and messed was, up I am. <laughs> she was just like, she wasn't having it. No way. And um, at the WFCU, when she came mm -hmm. to the performance, I was just like, I have to tell this joke. <laughs> because if her reaction is what I expect it to be, <laughs> I think I could just leave. Once that joke is done, I could just leave. Yeah. I'll be so like satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> and I told the joke, everybody was dying. My mom was laughing so hard. And I was just like, mission accomplished that's great that's Damn. it so does she like when you like incorporate her into jokes or she does loves your family? it yeah. she loves she hates it but she loves it yeah. because now around the house she's so cautious about everything <laughs> she does because she's just like you're just gonna go and talk about this on you're gonna stage. make it a bit yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, that's what entertainers do. That's what we have to do in radio all the time. We're told see everything through a radio lens and like no matter what conversations you're having, what you're doing, if you're walking down the street, if you see something weird, you got to have an eye for it. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. Some people go through life just like I got to do what I got to do and Right. Yeah. It's one so track crazy. mind and It's so crazy. Yeah. You're an observer. It's good. That's what I'm saying. It's good. And it's summer, so things are going to get even weirder. Things are going to be wild. Oh, man, I'm so excited. You're going to have a good summer. <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you have any like shows planned or anything coming up or No. Not uh not right now. No. Um kind of just taking everything slow yeah. right now. Um I've done like maybe five or six mm -hmm. shows since like February. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm kind of just like taking it easy. I kind of want to get like a bunch of different jokes together. Mm -hmm. And it's, you can like write a bunch of jokes, but like, do they connect with each other? Will they flow yeah. within, within your bit? So right now I'm kind of just like taking my time with yeah. planning and trying to put all these jokes together, see what fits, yeah. what doesn't, trying to have like a theme for each show. Yeah, but, actually, for like themes and shows and stuff, do you feel it's like a challenge to like brand yourself? Like, like, because that's what you, you got to do, right? If right. you you want to be in entertainment, you have to find a way to like make yourself stand out from the other local comedians, right. and you just stand like three foot feet taller than everybody exactly. anyway, so you really stand out. Exactly, I was gonna say yeah, literally. Yeah, I'm literally, literally stand standing out. out. Yeah, physically. Yeah, no. So, how do you feel like? Is it is it a challenge for you? Like how it's what's your brand looking like? What's your aesthetic out here? <laughs> Man, I don't know because my biggest thing is if I go out and kind of force myself on the crowd, mm -hmm. it's gonna be like okay, like there's like different like styles of jokes, right? Yeah. And I feel like if I were to abuse a certain style of joke, they would be like, oh, okay, so take Bill Burr for example. Sure. Right. Yeah. Aggressive angry air quote sure right loud, and yeah. if i were to tell a lot of jokes like that and i were to just do stand-up comedy in a really like aggressive way the whole time they'd be like okay he's probably you know trying to be like bill Burr. or that's yeah. a big inspiration for him sure right yeah, yeah. my biggest thing is just honestly just going out and just trying to be me yeah. when i'm with my friends that's how i treat it i treat it i treat the crowd like they are all my friends and mm -hmm. we just smoked a joint together mm -hmm. and we're all just vibing <laughs> yeah. and just having fun if I fuck up, then, you know, I fuck up. It's yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. But You're with friends. You're among friends. You know, it's no big I'm deal. with my friends, right? Yeah, I was watching, um, I like, like, those, like, actor roundtables and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the Hollywood reported ones. And I yeah. watched the uh, the comedian one. And uh, I think it was Michael Che who was talking about how um, the audience just wants to know that they're in good hands. Like, you don't even have to be that good. They just want to know that you feel like you've got it together. And mm -hmm. so, like, if you went on stage and started doing like Bill Burr style jokes or even like uh who's that one guy like Anthony Jesselick or whatever he is or something but he does really quick jokes that are just very dark so like the punchline is always something super like if you were to do something like that people would maybe even be able to see through it and not even say like oh he's trying to be like Bill Burr but like this guy is just this is just not him like this right. is exactly. obviously authenticity is so important I feel like Curtis talked about that actually about how important it is to not force a certain kind of like persona and exactly that makes perfect sense to me i i yeah i feel like it would be weird to see certain people not just like because of the way they look but just to have somebody like uh there was that one girl who performed with you guys she was uh 
small little we're in this like headband and she like had the mic and she was holding it and she was telling these jokes very timid but i was like man but if she came out here and started yelling it would be like it'd be a different story it would be weird right yeah no and i like again like curtis too you feel like you know him and that's how he talks though like like in person that's just how he is like you're you're very personable people with like a natural charisma and the fact that you can apply that to groups of people is just like magic that's something that people like comedians i've watched so many comedians that like they don't have it you know but it's talented you gotta get in like second city or something like that that's what i'm saying hey, yeah. I'm, trying. I'm yeah. trying no no but i do understand it sounds like the opportunities are coming to you without you having to seek them out per se right. so like do you believe that things happen for a reason biggest believer in things happen for yeah. a reason like i lost my key fob last night <laughs> and i i haven't been able to like stop think- this is how crazy the situation is <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever okay so i went out to bourbon and we were watching the basketball game. That was our plan. That was it. Mm-hmm. A couple of us made bets on the game. So we we're like, let's go watch the game. If our bets don't hit, we'll have some drinks so that we're not, you know, You'll still have up- a good time. You know, we're yeah. not too upset about it. <laughs> I went to Bourbon, keys in my pocket, wallet in my pocket, phone in my pocket. Nothing came out of my pocket the entire night. When I go home, to get into my house. Anyways, I'm walking past my car. I didn't drive. Mm-hmm. I'm walking past my car, and every time I do that, I lock it. Yeah. Regardless. Just have it. Yeah. yeah, just a habit. Yeah. And I took my keys out, and I was like, why are my keys so light? Like, <laughs> this feels really weird. Yeah. And I didn't even, like, look at the keys. I just kept feeling around for my key fob. Sure. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> now I'm stressing out because it's the most inconvenient thing to lose. Yeah. I really have to walk back to my car open it lock it from the inside and then keep going like a pilgrim oh my this is terrible i feel it's like the i feel like a caveman this is the worst thing i could possibly imagine like ever ever i feel like my car is gonna get broken into because i didn't lock it oh my god some kind of freak thing is gonna happen the worst every someone's gonna go through and just scavenge all of my stuff they're gonna find cash you didn't even know was in there i didn't even know was in there oh my goodness all all because i lost a key fob so what happened with the key fob (laughs) you still don't know i have no idea it wasn't in my pocket at all it wasn't in any of the cars that i was in last night i called bourbon and this guy gave me false hope he said oh yeah we have a collection of key fobs here and i said dude but not keys like key fobs key fobs in specific (laughs) not even keys just the little remote lock unlock yeah he said i have a ton i said oh my god you know, I don't have to buy a new key fob today. Yeah, yeah. It's so inconvenient to yeah. replace. He was like, Jeep, Buick. <laughs> Actually, I only have two. Sunglasses. <laughs> nope. But let me tell you what else I got in the catalog. Yeah, sunglasses. <laughs> you want to come claim some yeah. other shit? Chapstick, <laughs> gold chain. He's like, no, oh that's my it. God. And I was like, fuck off, dude. What am I going to do? So I just had to order a new key fob. Oh, no. The most inconvenient thing. to I, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So wait, how are you Are you driving right now? How are you driving without your key fob? Oh, okay. I have like the key. Okay. Okay. It's just the fob that yeah, you lost. Yeah, just okay. the little like So did you part. take the key fob off of your keychain? Nope. It just somehow came off? Somehow, miraculously, it didn't. Like, yo. Something's going to happen. Yo, what? Something weird is going to, like, not even to your car, but, like, you're going to, like, win the lottery or something. Oh, was... that's a tiny little key ring, though. That is so random. Do you think somebody stole it and is just going around a random car, just walking around? But I would have felt it. I, I was wearing tighter jeans. Okay. I would have felt it getting pulled out of my pocket. <laughs> one, And I have a rape whistle. 
on here too. So I, I would have, yeah, I would have felt it come out of my pot. It's the craziest what, thing. What else do you have on your keychain? I feel like you can learn so much about somebody based on what they have on their, on their keychain. Chain. Yeah. Um, do you have a rape whistle? I have a rape whistle. Okay, how did you get that, and why is it so important that you? Um, <laughs> well, I I coach I coach a 16 year old basketball right now, okay. so I I have a whistle for that purpose. But you but call I've it had, a rape yeah, whistle. But I've always had a rape whistle. <laughs> Usually a nice bright color, mm -hmm. so I can kind of see it, spot it out wherever. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm a Corona kid, so I oh, got yeah. like a, I got a little opener. You need a bottle right opener, there. yeah. House key, car key. Sure. No That's key it. fob. No, no key, key fob. fob. I actually oh. just changed up my keys today. I gotta show you. No way. I did actually. Um, I feel like I have to swag my keys out. Everyone's got swaggy keys. Right. Okay. Well, I got. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. My friend oh. gave me this as a Christmas gift, and I didn't put it on my keychain because I had too much shit on my keychain forever. And so I was like, this is just going to piss me off. And then I took a bunch of stuff off, and I'm like, he can come. Perfect spot. I'll, I don't watch Star Wars. Like, I just I think he's cute. Um, this is what I added today. It's a tape measure. Holy shit. Right? Whoa. It's a mini little tape measure. I don't know. Obviously, you can't see anything, but like. That's so convenient. Right? I, I've had it forever, and I always use it, like, in my house. And I'm like, but it's a keychain. Put it on your keys. And then when men try and, like. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll be like, well, let me see about well, that. Well, let me see yeah. how accurate you are, and I'll just let me check through. I got the receipts yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah, we'll we're gonna that document out. your growth every yeah. day. <laughs> we'll figure this one out. So that's my keys. I do have a key fob, and you know what? I also have one of those tile yeah, things. Thanks for rubbing it in. That's yeah. your key fob. I appreciate that. I actually have two. I have an alternate. Oh I have God. a spare at home. <laughs> oh my God. No, I uh, have one of those tile things, and I don't even have it turned on because I lose everything. I lose my debit card. I lose my license. I lose everything oh habitually. And I have this big purse, and I always lose shit, but I'm somebody bought me that. I'm not even going to say it, but like, I never lose anything. Yeah, knock on wood, man. Yeah, and knock on wood, you find your key fob or something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just forgot about it, too. And I I'm so sorry about it. Back up. Okay, so I asked <laughs> the whole reason we're talking about key fobs, um, because I asked if you think everything happens for a reason. Did you grow up, like, religious or spiritual or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, my mom, my mom uh, grew up in, like, a Christian church. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, as kids, you're going to grow up in a Christian church, sure. obviously, right? So you learn all these things as a child. You grow up. Either you continue growing up in the church or you just kind of, like, Grow up, go. go to school, yeah. do whatever, yeah. right? So you didn't go to, like, Catholic school or anything like that? No. Got you. I okay. went to Catholic school for about, like, two years mm. and then moved. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you grow up and then obviously you take these life lessons with you. You take these things with you. Yeah. Regardless if you're, like, still in, like, the church or not, right? Sure. You take some of these things with you, right? Yeah. And for, like, the longest time, I was kind of just like, oh, you know, life is life whatever sure <laughs> until crazy just started happening and it's just like all right dude come on like this is not happening there's for some no kind of correlation there's some kind of something some out kind there. of something yeah you know so is I'm it saying? like um like agnostic like you think something's out there you just don't know what it is exactly like or do you think that there's like a god or there's like a, you know, a there, figure there's got there's got to be a god you mm -hmm. know there's got to be a guy out there. There's got to be a big guy out there, you yeah. know, sitting, lounging, you know, observing. <laughs> Making these observing. executive decisions. Yeah, taking notes. The chief upstairs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the uh, the TikToks. What's that audio? It's like, if God is real, then he's a freak. Because he's just sitting here watching us all. <laughs> oh, like my goodness. Oh, I, I know it. God's a freak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have all that power, why are you not watching people doing their weirdest shit, right? Dude, yeah, he's watching everybody. Yeah. yeah. God, God's a little freak. <laughs> God's a little freak. He, you know, that's my dog, though. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a good way to put it. Okay, so, yeah, you said you, you don't really talk to your family about sex, or you didn't, but now you guys 
you have this joking uh, whatever. So okay, so in your stand up, the the bit that I saw, you were with these women who were at this table and they were older and they were rowdy and you incorporated them into the show and you very much indicated that you were down for whatever they were looking for that night. Are you interested in older women? Is that something Yo, you like? Or? I love older women because I just know they're <laughs> freaks, right? Because I look at our generation now and I'm like, well, some, of these, some of these women are, yo, yeah. doing some nasty shit and sure. I'm down for it. But we're learning it from the people, That's you know, the I'm generation. Saying. Yeah. But what were these moms doing? They're the pioneers. Th- 30 years back then. Yeah. And what were their moms doing 50 years back yeah. doing nasty stuff <laughs> in the movie? movie theater parking lots yeah. <laughs> yep i know they're getting super freaky and the craziest thing is that every time i go and get like a haircut or i go and get my hair done or i pop out like a hoochie daddy <laughs> the first three people to say something to me are all older women yeah. telling me how good i look and i'm just like you really yeah. relax and that can give you people who are not like your age who are just like like so clearly looking for something when people like are outside of your demographic we'll say appropriate demographic or whatever it's like such a confidence boost. Yo, it's, it's such crazy. like a ooh, I'm I'm fine within all generations. Like all it's generations crazy. know what's up. Like it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But older men, not necessarily, but I've older women, whenever like an older woman compliments me, I'm like, love you. <laughs> like, love you so much. Mm-hmm. I just mean so much to me. It's just it's tight. It's great. So you yeah, you like you your older women. Could you do you think you could actually date somebody who was like like ten years a, older a than sugar we'll mama? Say. Yeah. Um thirty five or thirty four. You know. I'm a very driven man, so mm-hmm. if I put my mind to it, I could do anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> like but twenty years older than you, twenty, thirty, and she's she's fine. She's a she's hot. Oh well, then yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? What about if she has kids? Still? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't discriminate. <laughs> I have all the kids in the world. I have, I have all of them. What if yeah. they were like her kids were your age? Were my age? Then okay, then see that's where it's a little bit of yeah. Because then the kids try to disrespect you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't talk to me like that. I'm your father. Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk to me like that. You can't tell me go to my room. You're not my dad. Yeah. We went to school together, bro. <laughs> You Imagine, know what? People's dads. Is. I was saying, I'm so excited for Father's Day because I'm so excited to see to people's see dads. These, oh, yep, I'm I telling just want to see the dads. Show me the dads. Like everyone posts their moms from Mother's Day. Yeah. I'm just like, damn. Taking notes, saving yeah. on Instagram, yeah. keeping a folder. Yep. I'm just like, I'm going to see some here. And a lot of the time, I'm just like, wow, I see this lady everywhere. This is your mother. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, I'm, this all makes sense. Yeah. Time and to I move in. I see where you get it from. Time One of to those move ones. in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got to slide. That's amazing. Terrible, man. Yeah. Trying to slide on a girl for her mom. Oh, that's terrible. I but mean, something there's songs on my bucket about list. that. There's on your bucket list. I'm gonna do it one day. You're gonna hook up with one of your friend's moms. Hey, if she's fine, and if she's <laughs> looking for a a nice slim, uh, blonde dreaded man like me, <laughs> I can reach the things in her top shelf for her. no problem. That's true. Yeah, there's there's lots of perks to dating tall people. I'm telling you, so many perks. I feel like I do like tall men. I uh, see. I don't, obviously I don't do stand up, but I have like these bits in my head, and they're just like jokes that I tell people. I have this one thing. It's called a white of passage, and it's stuff that like it just solidifies people's whiteness. Like, <laughs> like if you ever what? sang? Listen, if you've ever sang "Sweet Caroline" or "Mr. Brightside" <laughs> in a bar or a location full of other white people, that's a white of passage. That's an example. But I also have this joke about short guys. Oh man, short guys love me, and I think it's because I'm like. At, I'm 5'6", so I'm like at the level where I'm not tall, 
But you're not short. But I'm not short. So we're probably seeing more like these people were seeing eye to eye. So to me, I'm their height. So they're like, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know exactly what it is. I I need a short guy to tell me because (laughs) multiple, I feel like I go out and it's like the short guys that like gravitate towards me. I dated a bunch of short dudes in my life. And um, I have this, it's not a joke, but I have this like theory I'm trying to morph about um, like the short guy complex. And there's two versions of it. There's the short guy who embraces it, makes jokes about it, is probably amazing. Those are your short kings, the, the, the ones who mm-hmm. they are making the most out of life. And yeah, they've got this whatever, but that is what it is. Um, and then there's the short guys where you cannot even say like the word short in oh their God. presence. They are they are mad at the world for oh being short. You can't say anything about height, about vertical quantity yeah. at all. Yeah. Small, tiny, yeah. uh, short, nothing. Nothing. Can't no, even you, say tall. Fuck. No. And you can't even like like insinuate that you're seeing eye to eye. And I remember I always used to say if we can see eye to eye, we're not seeing eye to eye on anything else. Like mm. it's just <laughs> I didn't like short guys for a long time for this reason. But yeah, no, there's this short guy complex joke that I'm morphing, but <laughs> it is what it is. I, I would love to do stand-up, and I've said it before. I just have this weird stage right now, and I uh, maybe that'll help, though. Do it. It very much could help. I just don't. Do again, it. I don't know what the persona would be. I That's know. It's you just, just be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. It's why you figure it out, yeah. right? Because yeah. I, I feel like some comedians go up there, and they have like a character yeah. that they're kind of playing, but still kind of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a version gotta, of themselves. Right. You just yeah. got to figure it out. Yeah. What, what part you like want to spotlight, I guess. <laughs> you just got to kind of like have different approaches yeah. to a bunch of different jokes and yeah. setups and stuff and see what works. What lands. Yeah. There and was then, this woman, um, the first amateur comedy night that I went to that Curtis had hosted, there was this woman, she was older. I don't know if you cross paths with her, but she like milks this idea that she's just like this drunk slut. And she's like, like this like older, I don't want to say middle age. I don't know how old she is, but she's just like, like, so not ditzy, but it's, <laughs> it works for her. I'm like, she's probably like got her PhD. Like she's right. probably a brilliant probably a woman. Yeah, honestly. And she just does this stand up and she's just like this overtly confident, like drunk aunt, like kind of vibe. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I like it. And I like her. And I'm like, see, I would love to do that. But that's not me. I'm not a, you know, I'm the drunk aunt. But like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think I look around. I see what people are doing. I respect it. <laughs> I like people. I mean, you stand up's got you guys got something special. It's it's truly something great. But I feel like man, we we kind of crushed this. Okay, this is really easy. This okay. is like one of the most natural ones I've done so far. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. me, Slim. Yeah, coming uh, out here having a conversation. I feel like um, no, this was great, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time, man. It's great. So no problem. Let me give you an opportunity to plug. I know you said you don't have any shows right now, but how can people get in touch with you or find you so that they can find out when you got new shows and shit? Well, I'm always talking shit on Twitter. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm always doing something on Instagram. So all my socials are at the A Jones 12. That's me. Um, if there's any ladies with PlayStation out there and they want to play a couple of games, you know, they could hit me up. I'm a friendly guy. Um, <laughs> If you need things taken out the top of your shelf, you can't reach, you know, don't bother getting a stepladder because I'm not really doing many things during the day. Yeah, so, you got time? How I tall are time. you exactly? I, I do this with everybody. I'm at, you can imagine how many, how yeah. tall are you do you get a day? Yeah. I'll give you three guesses. Damn, this is hard. I'm going to say six, four. <clears throat> not one. Is it higher or lower? Higher. Six, six. <clears throat> 
Really? One more. But you're so close. Is it six seven? Right there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's six it. foot seven, man. Yeah. Six so you seven, can dude. get stuff off. You can clean people's gutters. Like that's, that's not saying. just. You're as tall yeah. as a story. Like it's t- that's what I'm saying. There's Damn. a lot of older ladies that just like looking at men grab things from the top shelf. Yeah. 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 yeah like that's the, TikTok. Like that that's fetish. what TikTok's for. I like that fetish because I can, can do that. Yeah. Build you a little I, demographic I, there. Yeah. I can't do the foot fetish because I have ugly feet. So. You think so? Mm. At least you're honest about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. No. At least you're not forcing it. I honestly, I think about this all the time. I have great feet. I have always had great feet. I actually, in my, in my Instagram bio for a while, a long time ago, I had like business inquiry, T Rivers, Gmail, whatever, and then I put, <laughs> I put feet pics, Tori's talents at Gmail. Hey, you don't think you could make so much money for that? I know I could make so much money for that, but I didn't actually set up this email account. I just put it as a joke in my bio, and I was genuinely curious. I'm like, I should register that email and see what happens, see if I get like a shit ton of emails. This was years ago, years ago. What? Yeah. You can make a second income. I know. Taking pictures of your feet. Are you kidding me? I know. Well, the problem is I have a, a tattoo on my ankle. It's a Beyonce. Go ahead, girl. It's a Beyonce tattoo. Go ahead, So girl. it's so distinguishable. But you need makeup. I'll put makeup on it. It's That's fine. What I'm and saying. also, like, if the people in my life know I sell feet pigs, have you seen my feet? They're gorgeous. That's what I'm I saying. I need to share the wealth. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start sharing the pretty feet pics with people. Because <laughs> well, people for need it. to see it. People need to see it. Thank you for the uh, the encouragement. I will uh, <laughs> I'll get on my my stand up and my feet pics and I'll. Gotcha. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know. I appreciate you taking the time. This is great. If you stuck around to the end, thanks for listening. I hope you laughed as much as uh, I did interviewing him and also as much as I just did editing this because, yeah, that was fantastic. I'll see you in just a couple weeks on June thirtieth.
blessing like foreplay You tell me make a sing and I can take you so high Maybe we could see the satellite 